Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bacon Games Podcast. I'm joined with a new guest, Marco. Marco, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. How's it going, man? I'm excited to be here. You know, uh, it's it's an interesting day. We're recording this on Wednesday, the 6th of January, so it's an interesting day for sure. Yeah. Um, I've had a few beers, which I think is a first for this podcast. Uh, sometimes I've been stoned on here, but I haven't been drunk yet, so we're getting there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a first kind of day, you know? Yeah, it definitely is for sure. Um, I also have some water too. I, I like to keep water here because my throat gets all, you know, fucked up from this too. Honestly, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so what's up, man, Marco? What do you What do you do? You got You got a podcast or something? You want to You want to tell me about? Tell us about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I am the the host of the 14 Personnel Podcast. We launched back in July, July 4th, actually, um, and. So it's myself, uh, one of my brothers, and then two of my uh, old college roommates. And so uh, we are guys that just like we love talking football in like our group texts. And we're like, hey, we should do a podcast. Let's do this. And so we talk NFL. We talk fantasy. We talk dynasty. We talk redraft. We kind of cover the whole gambit when it comes to uh, NFL and fantasy, uh, NFL fantasy kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's been great. And so. Now, Justin and I, who's my brother, we're both kind of on Twitter, and that's how we connected. Um, I'm at Marco underscore 14P, uh, and so you guys can follow me there. And then we also have a website uh, that launched, I want to say late August, and that is 14personnel.com. And we've been releasing articles, and we have uh, the pod can be found on there as well. Uh, and then during the season, we have some rankings and we're working on some other stuff. But that's kind of where you can find all of our content. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's kind of what we do. And and like I said, the, the podcast is kind of the heart of everything, though. Um, and in the off season, we're releasing once or twice a week. And then in season, we, we go three to four times a week. So dope. Dope. That's a lot of stuff, man. That's awesome. It's <laughs> good stuff. Um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, some of the playoff games that we got coming up against. Playoff football time, man. I'm excited. After, yeah. Yeah, after a kind of shitty season, I'm a Jaguars fan. Um, so well, shitty, hey, yeah. <laughs> a bad season, but I mean, yeah, you got exactly. a lot to look forward to. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it, it does feel like a, a really good time. You know, we got rid of the GM, we got rid of the coach. Um, we got a whole bunch of money from dead cap that we spent. I think we were the second in the league in dead cap with like 40-something million. So yeah. a lot of that to open up. A lot of rookies played this year. It's it's going to be a good time going forward. I just hope they don't fuck it up like they have in the past, though. Because you remember 2017, they fucked that up, right? So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a Bears fan, and we're oh, in the playoffs, but it yeah. feels it feels uncomfortable. So it, 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 it probably does. My dad's actually a, a pretty big Bears fan, too, so I've been, been in so tune he, with that stuff, He understands stuff my pain, then. Yeah. So. He's he's like the worst. He's actually he's actually been on the podcast before. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> That's he, awesome. It, it was a nice time, yeah. Uh, he He's like the worst Bears fan ever, though. He, like... He, he complains constantly. Like when they were on their like five game winning streak, he was like, "They're terrible." They're t-. and he was kind of right, but he was just like, "They're awful. I hate them. Like, why are they doing this?" It's like, "They're they've got five wins. I have one, dude. Like, chill." <laughs> See, um, but when I hear that as a Bears fan, I don't hear terrible Bears fan. I hear that's a Bears fan. Yeah, so. yeah that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. 
Um, I do have, I, I do really like Aaron Rodgers, so there's a little bit of contention between me and my dad on that. So there's uh, that. Yeah, um, I, I can't buy by fandom, but I mean, he's a good player, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Look, uh, Peyton Manning ruined my life for like ten years, so I, I can understand the respect and then the hatred for sure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and speaking of Peyton Manning, the first game I got on the slate is the first game, one o'clock on Saturday. We've got Indianapolis versus the Buffalo Bills. I've got the line at six and a half. The Colts are underdogs. Um, how are you feeling about this game? What do you think? Honestly, this is a this is going to be one of the more fun first round games to me because the Colts team is a team that I was really excited about their defense coming into the season, and it proved to be a very good team um, on the defensive side of the ball specifically. And now that Jonathan Taylor has really rounded into form and become like the Jonathan Taylor we were all expecting, that helps this Colts offense quite a bit because obviously Philip Rivers this season has been underperforming to say the least <laughs> I, I do think though that he has uh, sorry to cut off, i do i do think that he has come around in the past few weeks he's looked better than the beginning of the season i will say that for him just to his credit but you're right about john yeah Taylor, absolutely I'll no totally and, and i mean part of it with philip rivers too is he's been a little bit banged up on and off i mean mm -hmm. ty hilton was basically ghosted the team this season yeah. for a long time yeah. so and, and they were relying on young guys and rookies and stuff like that so um they had their own issues but into this playoff game, I think they're actually going to be able to put up a good a good fight here against these Bills. But I, I think ultimately, man, this Bills team is looking on fire. Josh Allen took that step. He's up at like a 70 to 72% completion rate right now. Uh, and so he's an exciting player, one of the more exciting quarterbacks to watch in football. So it's going to be a fun game, but I expect the Bills to kind of pull this one out. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think that's a fair assumption, but do you like the points on this to six and a half, like for the Colts or what do you think? Yeah, I, I think when I look at, you know, the spread, I think that I would say the I think the Colts can cover that because of, I mean, what their defense does. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they are phenomenal against the run and they are really solid against the pass. You know, obviously mm -hmm. the strength of this Bills team is in the passing game. They don't really have anything to run <laughs> in this game except for yes. Josh Allen. Yeah, um, true. But because, he's doing that last of late, which I think is honestly good for him. He, he should, right. I feel like most quarterbacks, most good quarterbacks, especially young ones, you know, use mobility when they have to not like as like a, a like a second or third option i feel like he was doing that a little bit at the beginning totally. of the season but less so now so i feel more comfortable you know with yeah. that you know what i'm saying exactly exactly and and be, but i think kind of all of the the parts of this game make this th that spread kind of something that i would be okay with the colts covering because mm -hmm. like i said their defense is the strength of this team really um and their defense and their run game and so that lines up to be a game that's going to be a little bit lower scoring than you're used to with these bills lately um but i think it will be a game where the colts can cover that six and a half uh but it'll be interesting yeah definitely definitely interesting i all right, I, I'm I, my my one hang up on this team uh, on this game is um, Josh Allen in the playoffs. <laughs> you remember what it's happened true. last week or last year, right, against Houston? That terrible collapse against a Houston team that I thought wasn't very good, and I think it was right. a very similar team to this year, and they won four games. Yep. So I, I I do wonder if there's some kind of factor. I don't like to buy into narratives. I really don't. I swear. Um, but I wonder if there's some kind of Josh Allen playoff thing where you know in the beginning of the year he was good for the first two games, then bad the next two. And, you know, there is that feeling because I feel like a lot of this team is on him, right? Like Buffalo, if Josh Allen yep, isn't very totally. good, probably aren't a playoff team, right? Or maybe they're an 8-8 eight eight team. They're close. Right. Um, so I just I'm wondering if you have an opinion on that. Does that, that scare you at all or what do you think? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's something to 
be cognizant of. And I think that's kind of why I think the Colts have the opportunity to cover here. Um, but I, I think what we've seen from Josh Allen is that he isn't the quarterback from last year. He has made some throws and he's looked at in very few moments like the Josh Allen of last year. But for the most part, what we've seen from Josh Allen is really an MVP caliber player. Uh, he's right in that conversation. He, like I said, he's, his completion percentage is completely different than what it was last year. He's elevated that to a pretty high percentage. Um, like I said, I think he was sitting at like 70 or 72, and that might have been from a week ago. Um, but Yeah, he's got 62.1, so like 70, yeah. Yeah, so, he, so he's yeah. right in that range. But I think what we've seen from Josh Allen is not only has he grown – as a passer, um, but he's just the IQ of the game. It looks like he's able to read defenses a little bit better. And so that's why I think what we're going to see from him isn't quite what we saw last year in the playoffs. He's got another season under his belt. Um, mm -hmm. This will be a tough test because it's one of the tougher defenses in the playoffs, I think. But I, I think he can still do it this year or this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, I, I get that. Uh, I think Josh Allen looks like he definitely looks like a better quarterback than he had at the beginning of the year, which is, I think, impressive. Um, I do worry about his long term, you know, ability, stuff like that. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about this season, you know, this stuff. Um, are you worried at all about the Stefan Diggs oblique injury that apparently is like new? Because I, I personally <laughs> think that Stefan Diggs is the best. The best wide receiver in the NFL this year. I think he was. I I don't think it's up for debate. He, I watched. He, I try to watch every ever all the film, all the games. I'm a big film junkie. Um, yeah. and every time I saw Stefan get Diggs gets the ball, catch the ball, there was a defender like ten yards behind him. Like he was so wide open, it, it hurt me. Right. Um, I, so I just feel like with the any kind of limiting on him in a game that could be close, in a game where Indianapolis <laughs> is good all over the place, like they have a good offensive line, an okay quarterback, a good running game with Naheem Himes as well, a good defense, like you said. Um, pretty much all over the place. A pretty good secondary. Justin Blackman's been really, or Blackman's been a really good safety for them. Really good yeah. rookie. Really yeah, surprised at that. Been. And Xavier Rhodes, right? So I, I, um, I just wonder if there's any kind of slip up. And you know, Diggs maybe isn't 100. percent Although I think he was dealing with injuries the past two weeks. I, I just wonder if there's any kind of hesitation on that from you. Yeah, no, totally. And, and I think that that's a good thing to bring up because, I mean, Diggs is obviously the central piece in this in this offense but I think one of the advantages that Buffalo has with a guy like Josh Allen is and and don't don't take this for me not giving Diggs his props because he has been phenomenal this year but uh they, they did bring in uh Kenny Still so they have a lot of actual wide receiver depth um not like Diggs level talent but they have enough depth where they've got you know Kenny Stills, they've got Cole Beasley, they've got Gabe Davis, who I really, really like a lot. Um, and then they've got John Brown. And so when I'm looking at those wide receivers, I think even if Diggs play, gets to play 60% of the snaps um, and then these guys fill in the rest of the way, I think that that is going to be able to uh, propel this offense to be able to work in its favor and, and let Josh Allen have enough weapons to work with. Okay. Uh, I, I, I can, I can buy that. Um, all right. So we're, we're, we're taking, we're definitely taking the bills in this one. You got that hard, hard sell, but you like, you like the Colts with the points. Am I correct? Yeah. I, I like the Colts okay. on the points, but yeah, I think the bills take the W here. Okay. I think that's fine. Um, I feel like I, I have some concerns. Uh, I think I predicted Indianapolis actually in an upset over this one. Okay. Um, cause I'm not, I'm not sold on Josh Allen as, this year, I like the offense a lot, and I think the defense has been playing a lot better too. And that yeah. that game against Miami was was impressive with the backups too. So because right. I like Miami a lot, 
Right. No, like, yeah, and, and Miami looks like they're going in the right direction too. Not to go off too true. much on a rant for them, but no, they, that's okay. We, we man, ran if, a lot if, here. It's good. Yeah, if they get you know some some of the guys in this draft that they're looking like they're they could land, depending on you know where these picks end up officially landing. I don't remember exactly where they were, but um, I mean they've got a couple solid picks in the early to mid first where they could lock up some some really good talent. So I'm excited about the Dolphins too. Yeah, I think. Well, I think they have the three pick. Am I mistaken? Yeah, they, so they've right. got three, the and Texans. then I. I want to say like 18. Yeah, something like, yeah, I guess it's got to be, it, or maybe it's, does it go up to, I guess it goes, oh yeah, 18 is the last one, right? Yeah. There's seven teams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's super interesting. Um, shoot. Uh, yeah, that, that would be great for them. I hope they don't give, um, you know, I heard some kind of talk and I was looking on, um, like I, I listen to the pick six podcast a lot. I don't know if you know that or yeah, 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 yeah I love the pick six podcast. Big fan. Um, yeah, I think awesome. they were, I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I said they're they're awesome. I like oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think um, I think they were talking about them possibly taking a quarterback there, or at least Ryan Wilson was talking about that. And I was like, I really hope they don't give him the Josh Rosen treatment because that would be absurd for Tua. And then they, they just Changeli got fired or he resigned or some shit. So yeah, you yeah. Hope that's, I think that's it, it, moving in the right direction at least. So right, yeah. Real realistically, at three, I mean. I think they take uh, Sewell and or yeah, I think how I don't know how to pronounce his name exactly. Yeah, but it's something like I that. I think it's yeah. uh, Penny Sewell or something like something yeah. like that. And if they take him, man, that O line is going to be so good, uh, and, and that's going to help Tua a ton. So, so I'm not worried about Tua really. Yeah, I think I think that's about right. Um, <laughs> that's interesting, Miami. Talk. I just love Miami. I I, I bet I put a five dollar bet in for them to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year, and I was. Really hoping they would, but uh, that's okay. We, we our, our, one of uh, one of my co-hosts on 14 Personnel, Joe Fagan, he's a huge uh, – he's a Rams fan by, you know, just mm, growing up, sure. but he loves the Dolphins right now. And he's a huge Tua fan as well, so he's oh, excited dope. about that too. Yeah, uh, but going good. back to what you said earlier, yeah. honestly – I, I don't hate the Colts the Colts pick for you, you know, you mm -hmm. choosing the Colts. Yeah. I think it's – that's why I think it's going to be such an interesting game. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I, I per personally think the bills will do it, but I, like I said, I mean, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, and I think for, you know, the playoff in its entirety, I hope the bills win. Cause I think the Colts would struggle in round two, where I think the bills have a better sh shot with what that defense is doing right now and how well Josh Allen's playing. So I get that. It's definitely a, a hotness factor. I feel like both these teams are kind of hot though. Do you, do you buy into that at all? Or what do you think? Like, yeah. Like coming out to mm -hmm. totally totally well and, and i think it goes back to when you have a defense like the colts do and you have an offensive line like the colts do that's a team that can control the clock really well when you've got a running back like jonathan taylor so mm -hmm. and now that he's back to being the guy a lot of people expected him to be you know earlier in the season man this team is built to control the clock and if they can have their defense hold a team to 17 points or less they're in every single one of those games. But if a team goes over that, that's where the questions start to come in a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I uh, definitely don't feel like the Colts could win this one in a shootout for sure. Um, that's definitely a good point. We'll have to see how that goes. Do, do, you, uh, do you also uh, – how do you feel about like the point spread like uh, in the playoff games? Do you think you, you think you need to take it into like account – other factors that you wouldn't normally in the game because this is you know for all the marbles right and a six and a half point spread is less than a touchdown kind of feels like if indianapolis isn't going to take the field goal at any point does, does that factor in your decision for this one specifically and i mean we'll address that as it goes on the rest of these you know right or yeah what do you think? man I, I that's a good question i think it's something mm -hmm. to think about mm -hmm. um but i also don't think 
I mean, obviously, playoff fo- football is a totally different beast than yeah, exactly. in you know regular season stuff. Right. But when it comes to these kinds of things, I don't think I'm adjusting too much based on okay, but it's the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we get caught into those kind of narratives a little bit, we kind of try to get too cute, and then we end up. <laughs> outsmarting ourselves or what I like to call the classic Matt Nagy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get that. My dad complains about Nagy too. So I definitely get that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right. Um, where, where do you land on that? Uh, wait on Nagy? No, just for, uh, for playoffs and, and looking at the points and stuff. It's it. Well, it's my first year really doing a lot of this like points uh, against the spreader with the spreader, stuff like that. Um, I, I just kind of thought about it. I'm like, man, yeah, six and a half is kind of weird. Um, I don't. I feel like I at that point because the money, at least what I'm looking on at FanDuel currently, um, the money is for the money line it's plus two forty, and then for the six and a half points it's minus one hundred eight. And I kind of feel like I'd rather just take the money line rather than like the, the less than a touchdown mm-hmm. thing because I I don't. This could be a less than touchdown game that Indianapolis loses, but I I think the money is just better otherwise. You know what I mean? I think that's just better odds considering the playoffs. That. Yeah. Right. It, it just feels it just feels weird to take less than a touchdown, but like not like a three and a half one spread against like in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I land. Um, I don't know how I feel about Nagy either. My dad doesn't like him, but uh, I don't know. We'll see about he, where he goes. I feel like he could be a hot name if he if he's let go. But I mean, he didn't get Black Monday. Right? Oh, he's in the playoffs, I guess. So, yeah, he's in the fair. playoffs. Yeah. But the, anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll talk about them later. Yeah. Um, but the next game I've got is the L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. The first bit of news I have is Cooper Cup. Looks like he's going to play. That ticket might have lost in uh, your cycle or your timeline on Twitter or whatever the fuck. But he is going to be active. But mm-hmm. I don't know about Goff. Do you, uh, do you think he's going to play? So I'm not really sure. I haven't heard any updates with him. I don't think today I'm kind of looking through some of my big mm-hmm. uh, big notes I was taking down on some of these games. I didn't see anything, any big news on Goff yet. And so that's the big thing. So if Goff plays, I'm actually, mm-hmm. you know, how you pick the Colts. I pick the Rams as my upset if, mm-hmm. the, if Goff plays. If he doesn't yeah. play, then, man, the Steelers are going to just – wreak havoc on this team but yeah i think i think it should be an interesting game kind of similar to the last game but if golf doesn't play man the rams are in just so much trouble you there's not much you can do without your quarterback yeah wofford wasn't really impressive although they, i mean they did beat you know they they, they soundly beat uh an arizona team that could have been in the playoffs but yeah i mean it wasn't a seahawks defense or the seahawks defense that was getting better but possibly without jamal adams um, it's going to, I feel like this game is going to come down to a lot of the injury stuff. Cause I, I love the Seahawks if they can get Adams healthy in the next week or after this week or whatever, but man, if they can't get healthy and golf is able to play or e- even at that point, like maybe I still want to take the Rams cause I love the Rams. I've been a big Rams guy, even though I'm a Jaguars fan and I want them to suck cause I want a higher pick, but like, I think they're <laughs> such a talented team that, that three wide yeah. receiver, uh, the three wide receivers that they have, including like Van Jefferson or, or Reynolds and the three cornerbacks I have in Ramsey, Troy Hill and. Well, the Williams, I think. Yep, um, yep. Yeah. They they've been insane. They've got such a good defense. Um, yeah, been I love times, their defense. Yeah, it, it, I totally agree. It's it's like a. I feel like this is like a souped up Bears team. <laughs> like you know, like and that's dangerous, man. A good defense in the playoffs here. I mean, we'll talk about Washington in a second. I mean, good defense can take you far. You know. So totally. I, I I do understand the upset for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm actually going to pull this up really quick because I think the mm-hmm. I, I like I said it, it definitely matters if you if if the rams have jared goff but yeah. when you look at uh i'm trying to pull it up here my stuff's not loading here it is um if you look at the, this rams defense because you were just talking about it they are have been playing really well but they've played 
very well against the Seattle Seahawks. And that's the thing is it's a division game. Like they know each other super true. well. Yeah, true. We've had a lot of, we're having a lot of that this weekend, right? Three, yeah. Three games, two games. Shoot. What am I, what am I looking at? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two games. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely something to think about. I mean, the Rams to beat them the first time and then they lost to them recently. Or if I'm not mistaken, right. That's when golf got hurt in week 16. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I think Ramsey is one of the few corners that can actually give DK Metcalf a hard time. 100% because agree. obviously DK's a huge mm-hmm. dude, but Ramsey yeah. plays so physical yeah. um, that he's pitch. one of the few it. guys. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a Jags fan, I'm sure you, you uh, are, are all about Ramsey. But uh, I actually am still kind of a Ramsey fan, even though he fucking hates the Jaguars. I still have a Ramsey jersey. <laughs> I, I still like him. I'm still big right. He's just a great quarterback, and he's chippy as fuck. He's a great tackler. Um, he really matches up well against these big body receivers. Yeah. So I, I, I do so a hundred percent respect the game and I still kind of like the guy. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think if golf plays, it should be a good game, but I actually think the Rams could do it. Even yep. though, I mean, that Russell Wilson DK tandem is one of the most special ones sure. in football. And obviously Tyler Lockett's a beast as well, but yeah, Tyler Lockett, it, it, he, he is good too, but I, I have confidence in the, the secondary of the Rams to take care of the rest of that. I feel like, right. Or yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the line in this game is three and a half, the Rams are underdogs. Um, I feel like that's going to move hard on game day. So kind of feels weird talking about it now. Um, so I don't think we need to, yeah. <laughs> um, like at all. I was just curious. I want to look up the DK against Ramsey because I feel like the first one I remember DK actually was held to like 40 something yards. I feel like on a few catches, but let me check. Yeah. Okay. So it was four targets, uh, against the Rams in week 10, four targets, two catches, 28 yards, no touchdowns in yeah. week 15. Oh, 16, I'm sorry. It was eight targets, six receptions, 59 yards. So, right. like, that's yeah, fairly held in check, right, I, I feel like? I mean, that's as probably one of DK. I'm, I mean, I am looking at DK's yeah. fan. I mean, his entire season. Right. That's in his bottom four yeah, both, or five games, all, games all year, both yeah. games. Yeah. Like, that first game against them is his worst game all year. And the second game against him was his third worst game all year. So that's what I'm saying is like, if yeah. you're going to be able to slow DK down, it's it's going to be with Ramsey. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, I do. I, I God, I wish these teams weren't playing each other. And I wish Goff is healthy and all that fun stuff. Because <laughs> I, I feel like Seattle can make a deep playoff run if they really get past the Rams. Because Russell Wilson, right, I just feel like they get Joel Jamal Adams healthy. He's really feels like the centerpiece of that defense, like the quarterback of that defense. Which yeah. he's been for the Jets. Or he had been for the Jets, right? Totally. Um, I mean, he's a yeah. he's a game changer. I think for the for the Seahawks, they're just a, one of the more exciting teams because of, you know, how awesome that offense is. If they could get, you know, one more major playmaker on that defense, they could they would be a really, really special team where right now I think they're a very good team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think I think that's accurate. Um, I just I also feel like Seattle's defense or Seattle's team is just like def- or at least defense on paper should be a lot better than it is. So I just like waiting for yeah. Jamal Adams to like you know kick him into gear and get that done. I remember there was a play this year, and Jamal Adams does this shit all the time. But there was a play where he started on the opposite side of the line and was blitzing because he's a box safety, which is fine. Shouldn't be that much of an insult if he's good, which he is. Um, but he started all the other side. And the running back, I think, I feel like it might have been the Rams game even, or, or Arizona. The running back was going to, like, the outside, and, you know, they were taking all the way around. They were going to go into the end zone, and multiple Adams just came up from all the way on the other side of the line and tackled him and stopped him from scoring. And it was, yeah. like, on the other sideline. It was insane, dude. That guy just He's he an absolute freak. He's great on, like, fourth and short two or third and short two. Those are huge game, game-changing game plays, and he's good at that. So 
Right. I mean, I just hope he's healthy, just because he deserves to be in the playoffs anyway. But oh know. yeah, I mean, after so. what he's been through with those Jets, he he deserves yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. Uh, my mom's a Jets fan. I live in Jersey, so I got all the oh. all the fun stuff going around. You know, there all my fun go. Jets fan fans. Yeah, hella fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't think there's much else to talk about. We like Seattle, I think. Uh, yeah. But you know, I I also could see liking the Rams if this uh if this they get golf back. So I think that's kind of where we landed, right? Yep. Totally right, cool. All right, let's talk about the Buccaneers and the football team, the Washington football team. Um, this line is seven and a half, and Washington's uh, the underdog, So, and they are the home team, so maybe it should have been like 10 points. Um, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think about this game? Does Washington have a shot? Because I'm going to say defenses. I mean, they win championships, and they can win games, and Tampa has been inconsistent, kind of like the Rams have this year. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I would love for the Washington football team to – to win this game, but I I don't see it being overly possible. I, I think here's here's what I see when I see this game. I I'll play devil's advocate when you're done too. So don't worry. Okay, about it. perfect. <laughs> so there's the Washington football team whose front seven is maybe the best front seven in football right now. Like that's how good they're playing. They've got Montez Sweat. They've obviously got Chase Young. They've got Kerrigan in there. So they've got yeah. an absolute Kerrigan, stacked. Uh, yeah. They've got Jonathan Allen. Um, yeah, I mean, and Payne. I, yeah, they're exactly. like first rounders, like on the defensive line. It's crazy. Exactly. And and it's just it's one of the the toughest defensive defensive front sevens that you'll face in the NFL at this point. So I mean they're trending in the right direction too. But really what it comes down to is for me, that defense is good, but the Bucks line has been better than than it started the season as. And mm-hmm. and the strength of the Tampa Bay defense is not against elite offenses. It's against mediocre or terrible offenses. And with with a banged-up Terry McLaurin, with a banged-up Antonio Gibson, and with basically no actual quarterback because it's just kind of maybe Alex Smith, um, they they won't be able to do much because uh, I thought the Tampa Bay defense was going to be an elite defense this year. They started off hot. They started fading. But now they're a defense that can handle an average offense. And at Mm -hmm. best, that's what the – Washington football team is without these guys healthy. Sure. Yeah, I get that. I, I, I agree. I thought they'd be a lot better than they have because they've been good at times, just a little bit, you know, different. I think they're just hella young, you know, especially in the secondary, exactly. you know, Carlton Davis, uh, Murphy Bunting. Those, those guys are, those guys are young. I, I mean, Devin White at linebacker is a beast, dude. Yeah. I, I have to rewatch a lot of Devin White film because I'm not sure what I feel about him because I know, I know Levante David's great. And I think he's been great this year. And I know the rest of the defense has been great. I, I'm curious. I have to I have to rewatch that because I'm not sold on him yet. But I think he's good. I think he's good enough. Um, I think also Antoine Winfield Jr. should win Rookie of the Year because I predicted him too and I love him. <laughs> I, I'm also – I watched a lot of Penn State games. Uh, I got a lot of Penn State fans, so I watched him kill him when he was with the Beavers in Minnesota. I know how good he is, how good his dad was. So uh, he, he's, he's a great player. Yeah, um, so I just like that whole defense. I like both these defenses a lot. I mean, we got Kendall Fuller on one side. Uh, he's he's pretty good. The rest of that defense is still pretty good. Uh, we talked about the defensive line, the front seven. I think right now, currently, with all the injuries that Steelers have in the defensive line, that the Washington's the best defensive line in football, for sure. Yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah, that's that's no fun uh, for any team going against them. But the Buccaneers do have probably one of the best offensive lines in the league. So I don't think that's as hard of a hard of a thing. But if I am playing devil's advocate, because I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win this game, I'm going to trust Tom Brady to beat Alex Smith. But I think uh, Alex Smith looks like he's limited in practice. I think yep. he's going to play. 
I mean, if you get a veteran presence like that with a pretty good offensive line, a pretty good defensive line, if you're going to win games, it's going to be in the trenches, right? So it kind of feels <laughs> like if you're going to be able to do that with McKissick, who's come on as pretty good, with Gibson, I know he's banged up, and I know McLaurin's banged up, but I think McLaurin looked pretty good last week still. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with all those guys going, I mean, Steve Sims, Logan Thomas, Alex Smith being a playoff-ready quarterback who's, you know, younger than Tom Brady by, like, a magnitude of, like, eight, um, right. and can actually play still. I mean, I mean, Brady can play, but... Um, yeah, I feel like this Washington team is dangerous. Uh, reminiscent of the, you know, teams that have beaten Tom Brady in the past for Super Bowls on the Giants. Same division, same good defense. You know, right. got well, the... and mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, but yeah. No, no, I, I mean, I think that is something that, like, people need to realize. Like, you can't underestimate this Washington football team. Yeah. I think where they're going to struggle is to just keep up with the firepower of this Tampa Bay offense right now. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Um I want to check on Mike Evans' injury. I think he's full go. Um, he's been, like, in and out all season. It's been kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I hope their offense is full go because that does worry me. And I hope they stop using Antonio Brown as much because I don't think he's that good. I think Scotty Miller's a way better deep threat. Um, they seem to do that later in the season. but Or at least use Scotty as a deep threat again because that connection at the beginning of the season before they signed Antonio Brown or traded for him forever, however, yep. however they acquired him, right. um, it was great. They, they were doing great, and then they stopped, and then they went back to it, and it was good. So I hope they do that at least. Um yeah, and I mean, Chris Godwin looks back to full health, too. On so. team. I think he's the yeah. best receiver on that team, man. Um, and, yep. and it's close, but um, I, 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 yeah, I think he is. Uh, they got Gronk there, too. He's some good playoff-ready guys. Like we said, good defense. Should be a really good game. I think the 7.5 points is kind of weird, so I might be on the Washington football team for the 7.5 points. But um, I still I still like the Buccaneers to win this one. And I can see them winning by, yeah. like, 10 or, or 15 or 20 or some shit like that. I can see that definitely happening, but it's a yeah. good defense. Uh, and Tampa Bay's been inconsistent, so eh, we'll see. A, a yeah. young defense for Tampa Bay too, so yeah, right, yeah, that, that, that's very true. But yeah, I, I'm going to go Bucks here, and yeah. man, I, I would love to say that I think Washington can can cover that, but I don't think they will. I think I yeah. think Tampa Bay could put up they could put up 35 plus on the, on them. I think really, if, especially if they get you know a, a semi healthy Evans, Godwin, and that whole team. So right, yeah, I, I feel I feel like that's. That's pretty relevant. That's pretty fair. Um, yeah, okay. I don't think there's much to talk about this one besides what we already mentioned. Two good defenses. Probably a little bit of devil's advocate there. Tiny bit. Yeah, um, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm going to take the points there, but I, I I, just feel, God, I've got a weird feeling about this one, man. I mean, Tom Brady took an exit last year in the first round of the playoffs, and I feel like the football team, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's weird, but <laughs> I'm, I'm landing on the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah. That's- um, the next day, the next game, the first Sunday game at one o'clock should be a fun, fun weekend of football. One of my, probably one of my favorite weekends of football, honestly, because it's just the whole day you can sit in front of the couch and do nothing. Um, so Sunday starting off, we've got the Ravens versus the Titans and I goddamn wish these two teams were playing each other. Cause I would have picked them to meet each other in the, in the fucking championship. Cause I love these teams so much. I love their offenses. I think they're like legitimately the second and third best offenses in the league in the, in the AFC, at least currently. Um, you know, Buffalo definitely gets up there, but I, I worry about Josh Allen, like I said before. So what do you think about this? So it's a three point spread. It's going to be a real tough one. It's in Tennessee. Yeah, it's in Tennessee. Um, I've got the Ravens personally, and I've got them going to the AFC championship game. What, what do you think? Oh man, this is a tough one. It is. It really my is. heart, my heart says Ravens, mm. But my head is saying that I think the Titans do it again uh, and ruin ruin the Ravens <laughs> yeah, do it, season. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I think like when I think about the Ravens, they want 
I know they're coming into this game to prove that all the haters wrong and be like, no, we can do it in the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, Hollywood Brown has stopped with a little bit of his drops uh, as in the last two weeks. But um, still, I don't think they have a consistent wide receiver weapon that's going to make them overly relevant. J.K. Dobbins is an awesome – I mean, he's phenomenal, so that helps. Yep. But I think really – what the Titans have done when they've played the Ravens. I mean, when we look at last year, they figured out how to slow down Lamar and no one else could. And so really, if they even put half of that same kind of game script into place here, like the wow. Ravens just aren't going to be able to do it. And the Ravens with how good their defense was last year, even, which I think is their defense is a little bit worse this year um, with all the injuries and stuff. I, I think mm-hmm. that there's a very real chance that they're still not going to be able to slow down Derrick Henry because that guy is—he's—he's he's not human. He is unreal. Uh-huh. Yeah, I—I get—I get that. I—I get um, I do. I do worry about the injuries a lot. I feel like it, at least their injury report says they're healthy now. So like at least like because I, I mean is I, Calais Campbell playing? Yeah, so he he should be. I'm 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 pretty sure, and that that is pretty big too. I will agree with that because he's a great run stopper too. He was yeah. probably the only one who could stop Derrick Henry was on the Jaguars. So yeah, um, I, I get that. Um, yeah, it's pretty good at that too. Not as good at tackling Derrick Henry, but is is anyone really? Right. Um, there's no Earl Thomas this year, so at least we have that that shame to avoid from us from from uh, <laughs> the Ravens. But uh, I. I understand what you're saying, and I, I'm i a big Tannehill stan, huge Tannehill stan. I fucking love him. I think he was an underrated quarterback when he went to Tennessee, and I was always on that boat, huge fan. Um, and I, I love the offense. I absolutely love that offense in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, with what they've done with the offensive line after losing Lawan <laughs> for the season and Conklin to, to the Browns, they've done an amazing job at, at being able to support Henry and also Tannehill. So I give yeah. them a lot of credit. I absolutely do, and I want to give them more credit. But – Man, that Titans defense fucking sucks. They have 15 sacks all season. They can't cover anyone. Lamar Jackson is playing absolutely out of his mind the past three weeks. I, I just, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop him. And I think the Ravens defense is good enough to slow down the Titans offense enough to give them a shot. And that's kind of where I'm yeah. landing. How do you feel about that? No, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Because, yeah, that Titans defense has been atrocious. Um, and like you said, you know, the last five weeks even yeah, for sure. Lamar, he's played terrible defenses and he's lit them on fire. But yeah. I think really what he's done is he's lit them on fire, not as much through the air because he mm-hmm. doesn't really do that too much. Um, yeah. But it was mostly on the ground. And so sure. – I think really why the Tennessee Titans were able to beat the Ravens last year is they figured out how to stop Lamar from running. Um, And they weren't a good defense really last year either. So I think if they can figure out how to slow down Lamar, and I think they have the pieces to at least slow him down, not stop him completely, then that's going to cause issues. Because as bad as that passing defense is, Mm -hmm. the only safe, and I'll put an air quote, safe target that Lamar has is Mark Andrews. And so... Um, unless JK and Lamar can find a way around whatever Mm. the Titans did to them last year, I think they're going to have a hard time. But like I said, I really, I would hope that the Ravens can do it because I want Lamar to get at least a playoff win Um, because I was rooting for him last year and he, he let a lot of people down. (laughs) But that being said, I mean, if you look at the other side, there's a lot of guys to root for too. I mean, AJ Brown is unreal. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, Corey Davis is playing really well this year too. Big fan Corey Davis, Davis, yeah. Exactly. Contract Uh, deal, we'll say, yeah. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. But I want to say the Ravens, but I think I am going to lean Titans here. Mm -hmm. But I think this game will be a lot lot closer than people think. 
Yeah, I really feel like whoever wins this one, and I'm I'm, le- I'm leaning Ravens. You know, not 100 percent confident because this is definitely a good game. I feel like whoever comes out of here is is looking real good for for that uh, shot at least to beat the Chiefs to try and beat yeah. the Chiefs. Um, I think so, and I think if ten or if Baltimore, well, it depends on how it shakes out. We'll, we'll see. Whatever. But the four or five seed, so they have a decent shot of even playing Kansas City next week, but. We'll see about that. I um I feel like also the Tennessee defense like on paper is not that bad. Like I've I've been a huge fan of Jeffrey Simmons since the draft. I thought you know taking a talented guy who is an injury whatever it's an investment. I thought that was really dumb. You know they have him. I like Harold Landry. Big fan of Butler, Bayard, and Vaccaro. Like these guys are pretty good names. Like they're pretty good players. I just don't know why these defenses come together. I would assume it's the pressure because um, they only have 15 sacks. But, man, it's just, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like this team, if they put it together, they've got plenty of talent all over the place. They just haven't done it at all this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Ravens are starting to put everything together. And they've got such a, I still think they have a really good defense, if all healthy, like you said. Definitely a problem with the health uh, yeah. on that team. But if they can get all healthy, I mean, they can get, you know, Clay Campbell, like you said, in there. They can get all the cornerbacks in there. I feel pretty good about their quarterback matchups against these two wide receivers, which is not something I say lightly because they've got great mm-hmm. wide receivers on Tennessee. Right. Um so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely a tough one. But I do feel like, I don't know if you want to echo the state sentiment or how you feel about it, but I do feel like these two teams are hella dangerous in the playoffs. And we saw Tennessee last year, how dangerous they were. So Yeah, I I, I, I think they they could be dangerous uh, if they – whichever team makes it out could be dangerous in the playoffs. I think – I mean, I kind of gave it away earlier, but I think, to me, the Bills and the Chiefs are are the, the teams to beat. Um, but these two, these two teams could make some noise depending – if they can stay healthy and how, you know, who comes out of this game. Cool. 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 Um, so Tennessee's the underdog plus three. You like that a lot then, right? That must be, it must be pretty good. It, yeah. Does that worry you at all? Uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, Cause I think it will be a close game. Like I, I think true. it will be uh, a pretty tight game kind of regardless. And so mm-hmm. I think they're pretty, similar or their strengths kind of go against each other and that's why it'll be it'll yeah. be an interesting game but i but i like that yeah I, I i wonder if baltimore's gonna be able to tackle because i don't i don't love their linebackers so that is fair um right. and you need to tackle derrick henry but um we'll see you know if you get enough penetration derrick henry's like a freight train if he doesn't start up he ain't going anywhere so we'll see um the next game we've got your chicago bears versus the new orleans saints with michael thomas probably back on the way and it's um, airing and, on Nickelodeon, so there's that. Oh, is this the one? Or are they are they all doing it? Or is just this one? I think this is the only one. This oh, round. that's cool. I, I'm excited to see the slime in Mitch Trubisky's face. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Saints getting back. Uh, Thomas. I don't know if Screen's gonna be ready. He's out with a concussion for like a month. I don't know what the hell is going on there. Jalen Johnson. I don't know his status. Although rookie in the playoffs, how how accountable can he be? Um, I I I wonder. You know, the, the point spread's nine and a half. Do you maybe like the point spread for the Bears or no, what do you think? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. I, I mean, the Bears might also be down. I don't know if you if you mentioned this one, but they might be down Roquan Smith. They might be down yeah, Darnell I, Mooney. Um, and so. Roquan got injured last week, I think, right? Yeah. Like, he got, he got injured in the yeah, game. He did. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Yeah, yeah, Terrible. I haven't heard any updates on Roquan. I don't but, think he's playing. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah, him or Mooney. So. Uh, do you think Mooney's even that relevant? Or? I mean, I guess he is. He's probably the third second receiver. He's the second receiver, yeah. but I mean, last week he was the the first receiver, and so um, and I mean, he's got sure. the talent where when he's not on the field, the defenses don't really have to worry too much about the second receiver for the Bears because Anthony Miller is going to drop every important pass. So yeah, um, <laughs> true. This is this is a really sad game because uh, I mean, I was talking to one of my buddies, and he's like. You never know. Like we could win this. Like Drew Brees hasn't looked good. Like 
I think I, I think he'll we got a shot. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, OK, the Bears haven't had a quarterback uh, or haven't like the, our statistical best quarterback has been Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler never had a completion percentage or a touchdown to interception ratio per, uh, that has been as good as Drew Brees's this year. That mm-hmm. tells you something. And so Mitch Trubisky has been lighting up defenses, but they've been horrible defenses. Mm-hmm. And now they're playing the Saints defense, which is a very good defense. Uh, they're going to be able to trick Mitch Trubisky because he's not good at reading defenses. They're going to be able to disguise coverage quite a bit. Um, and as good as David Montgomery's been, I think it's a little bit of the same. He's played really bad defenses, and this is a good defense. Um and then the Saints offense is solid at the very least. Um, mm. And without Roquan, there's just that's a huge loss for us. Um, and a yes. couple other guys are banged up. If we don't have Jalen Johnson, like there's just no way we're going to be able to keep up with the Saints team. At, at least Akeem Hicks is healthy. I can say that he's pretty important to the defense. But that's yeah, important. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely tough. I mean, anything can happen. I'll, I'll say that. But this seems like the least likely one this weekend. Uh, yeah, for sure. It, if the Bears defense was healthy, I would say that maybe I would be interested in that spread. Yeah, but I would with, be. Without that without that defense healthy and with them losing a couple pieces on the offense, it's just like we were already pretty bad on offense. I don't know yeah. what we can expect. I, I will say to all Bears fans and my dad and to you, you know, don't lose hope. It's a playoff game. Anything can happen, right? But yeah, I, I mean, it's, the it's Vikings like have found a way to put the Saints away a couple <laughs> playoffs. Uh, so maybe the Bears can do it, but I don't have high oh, hopes. I would love for a Rob to have some kind of crazy catch to win against the Saints. That would be dope. I'd be very into that. Still big a Rob fan too. So <laughs> yeah, well I know. I feel like all these teams are all teams that acquired former Jaguars. So <laughs> you know they have they had a lot of talent. I will say that that 2017 <laughs> was hella talented, but uh, it's okay. I, I don't mind the blow up. I think it was fine for the Jags. But anyway, yeah, there's not much to talk about. Saints getting probably Michael Thomas back. I worry about Drew Brees' continued health for the rest of these playoffs. Um, you know, gets a few hits. Man, I don't I don't want to see Taysom Hill there if they're taking too many snaps. So, um, yeah, well, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if, you yeah. know, if the Saints are up by quite a bit, if we actually see a Jameis Winston sighting in the third oh. or fourth quarter, depending how how in hand this game is. Man, that uh, would be. Yeah, right. Because that would be a, a hella easy way for the Bears to get back into it because that guy throws pick six. The interception. Like yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's no, that's a good sure. point. But yeah. I, I mean, if if they have the game in hand, I wouldn't be surprised if they just try to get brute. I could also down. see that too. I could definitely see that too, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not much to say. It sucks, Bears. But I mean, you know, anything could happen again. Uh, so it's a playoff game. But yeah, not much much else to talk about. Saints getting healthy though could be a dangerous team. I think they're the most complete team in the NFL. I I just I worry about the Drew Brees itself. You don't have a quarterback. It's gonna be hard to uh hard to win this in, in this league and in these playoffs with the NFC looking as good as it is. Cause I think it's hella good. Right. I will also say Lattimore has come on a lot in the past few weeks. He wasn't that good yep. in the year, but he's been hella on point the past few weeks. And that is huge for their defense. Cause uh, yeah. I think uh, God, Mal- Malcolm Jenkins, one of the other, one of the Jenkins guys, he hasn't been playing as well as the other cornerback. So good mm. quarterback play. Good. They've got a really good defensive line too. It's going to be tough. Um, yeah. But anyway, let's move on to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, last game, Cleveland Browns versus Steelers. The Browns are six-point underdogs, which kind of feels um, like I want to be on this the Steelers minus six because I, oof, without Stefanski being there because he has COVID, without uh, one of their offensive linemen, I forget which one, testing positive for COVID, I believe, also with everything that's been going on with them, the fact that they couldn't beat the Steelers more convincingly in Week 17 really worries me about this game. Um but I don't like the Steelers really going forward. I think they have a pretty shit offensive line. Ben isn't that good. They don't have the receivers to make up for it. So I don't think the offense is that good. But, 
man, the Browns, it's just a lot of a lot of misery still, even in an 11-5 season. Uh, what do you think of this game? Yeah, I, I mean, I almost agree with everything you said. I mean, I think I actually like the receivers for the Steelers. Um, I, the Deontay Johnson drives me a little crazy with all of his drops. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. kills me, but, but I do think Chase Claypool is really talented. I think James Washington's underrated. Um, and I think Juju's still a fine player. Um, so I, I think ultimately, even with a very banged up Steelers defense, the Browns are going to Brown and they're going to find their way out of this game because or out of the playoffs, Baker Mayfield, anytime he has to win or thinks he should win or everyone thinks he should win, he loses. And so, and, and I mean, my, my brother and co-host Justin will be proud when I say, uh, I'm not a Baker believer and yeah, me neither, I'm really. sorry, Cleveland Browns fans, but you really shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So to I be get fair, a lot of hate for that, but yeah. I, to be fair, I feel like he's the best quarterback in this matchup, though. Do you think that? Do you think he, you think he's better than Big Ben? I think at the, I think at this point in their careers, yeah, I think so. I think his floor could be better than Big Ben potentially, but I mean, Big Ben still has some incredible throws. Not that Baker doesn't, and and I will say Baker for all of my hate of Baker Mayfield, he has definitely played well uh, the last handful of weeks, and so I think. Um, this he is had a that game crazy where comeback, people... right, against, against Indianapolis. That was pretty crazy. He, is, yeah. he still has that great pump fake, though. I remember that. I think, like, twice he, he fooled the, the defense on that. So there's at least that, right? Right. And, and, and here's the thing. Like, without – I mean, I talked about it before the Colts game, uh, before the Steelers played the Colts. The mm-hmm. Steelers' defense cannot stop the run anywhere near as well as it could before – uh, they lost Devin Bush, Bud Dupree, yeah. I think Ellis or something else. Yeah, yeah. some other yeah. linebacker. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, Nick Chubb should have an awesome day. Um, and if they can find a way to make sure that Baker is, you know, a ga- more of a game manager, then they mm-hmm. have a shot. But if, yeah. if they're going to rely on Baker in this game, I think it's going to come back to bite them. So I, I'm going to lean Steelers here. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm, I'm definitely Steelers, 100% Steelers on this one, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to be on the Browns. Um, I, I, I think I, I would have been more encouraged if I didn't see the past two weeks of Browns running the ball because they couldn't do it against the Jets when the Jets knew they were running the ball. They couldn't do it against the Steelers last week, you know, obviously in a game where they want to control and keep that defense off the field. So I really feel like they're just not able to do what I want them to do to win games because to win games, you're going to play good defense and you got to run the ball. And they aren't really doing either, and I don't think they're going to be continue to do any of those against the Steelers. And I think it's just kind of that's what it is. And without a coach who's going to be there, man, it just it feels kind of hopeless at this point. More hopeless, I feel like, than the Bears game even. It just it's, but it's also a division game. You know, I hate betting division games, and division games are hella tough. They prepare against each other at least twice a year. They've got so much intel on each other. Anything can happen in these games, but it, it's going to be up to Baker, and I'm not betting on Baker. So yeah. you uh, can't, you can't, based on what he's shown you. Yeah, you you absolutely you just can't at this. The Jets yeah. beat Baker. But yeah, just, Jake Baker did have like one receiver. Ended. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He yeah, did. He that did. was tough. Um, yeah, I, and I just they've got a good offensive line too, but they're missing. You know, one of the guys. Everything was Bolino, Bonino. I forget whatever. He's pretty good though. He's definitely good. They have a good def- uh, offensive line. Absolutely. I wish their defense was a little bit better. Then I could be on them. But it's like Miles Garrett. And then maybe like a few other dudes on that team that I'm scared. Oh, Vernon towards ACL last week. Like it, it's, yeah. 
Their secondary, I thought, would be a lot better. I mean, Denzel Ward's had moments, but yeah. he just he can't he's, hold yeah. down the entire secondary by yeah. himself, and mm-hmm. and he's getting literally no help. I mean, yeah, Jabril Ronnie, Peppers from time to time, but that's it. He was. I don't know what happened to Jabril. He was so good last year, and I thought it would just continue this upward trend. He's regressed a little bit. I, I don't know what the deal is. Um, well, Ronnie Harrison thing, has been. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, you go first. I was going to say the funny thing with Jabril is. I was looking up. He's still only like 24. I thought he was like yeah. 27 by now, but he's only 24. It's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like whatever age Odell is, he's also that age. But that's <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the case, unfortunately. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, it it is um, it's it's just if this team was like had their head coach wasn't affected so much by COVID, you know, everything was at least right in that sense. I could see them being uh, having a chance, but. Yeah, at this point, man, it just it sucks. It sucks that it's the last game too. Although I might be asleep at this point on Sunday when when it's halftime and they're killing it, but right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to see. Yeah, it really sucks. Um, all right, so that's all the games. Do you have a uh, a Super Bowl prediction for the teams in the winter? Hmm, Super Bowl prediction. I know. Yeah. I, I honestly, I've been like just really focusing on these games, so I totally get it. If uh, if you don't have anything currently, because I'm working on that, and I'll get to it like Saturday and stuff. But if, if you have like. Give me like two seconds here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spit out a prediction. Absolutely, I can go first. I mean, I've got yeah. Uh, you go first. I want to hear what you got. So I've bet on, <laughs> I've had a few bets. I have a few bets of guys going to the the uh, at least the championship game. I haven't had anyone going to the Super Bowl yet, but I'm I'm either on Baltimore or Kansas City. I feel like I want to go Baltimore because I just I love how hot the team is. I love how good their defense is. Um, and then uh, I'm I'm a big Green Bay stand. Uh, so I think Green Bay's got it on the other side. Um, uh, to to be fair, I'm either got I've got Green Bay and Seattle in the NFC Championship game, and then I've got the AFC Championship game uh, between the Chiefs and the the uh, and Baltimore Ravens, and I got Ravens, and then uh, Packers in in, in the winners uh, the the fucking Super Bowl got winners whatever. Um, that's what I got right now, and that's how I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, yeah, man, I just I feel like Rogers. I mean, this is true. Rogers doesn't turn the football over. They've got a great team outside of him. That's like a key, I think, indicator of who's going to win, you know, the, the championship. Uh, hopefully he doesn't win the MVP because when he wins the MVP, he doesn't win Super Bowls. But um, I think he can win the MVP, too. So we'll see if that's still cursed. I mean, this team was in the a- the NFC Championship game last year. Right, uh, right. And they haven't gotten any worse. So, uh, I mean, they lost Belaga in the offseason whatever. I think they have a better receiving core than they had last year, though. So, like, I... I just I don't see a reason why they can't at least make it back to the championship game. So I, I like them a lot for that. And the Ravens, like I said, everything before they're hot. They've got a good defense. If they're healthy, they're still very good. Um, I think Kansas City is actually pretty vulnerable this year because um, they don't have as good of a defense as they had last year. And I think that was actually yeah. huge. Them getting hot and defensively in order to secure a victory. And you know we've seen Tom Brady go to Super Bowl year after year after year, but he didn't go every year. Not every right. year. Pittsburgh Steelers went there sometimes. There are other juggernauts in this in this the AFC that can make it. So that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I, I like those picks. So for me, on the NFC side, it came down to the Saints and the Packers. Because, um, I mean, when I look at the Packers' defense, the the big issue with their defense is their running game. But they're not really playing, outside of the Saints, any running backs that I'm really that scared of Scared of in the NFC side. Um, and and we don't even know how uh, you know the Saints' backfield is going to look, right? Even, even this week or continuing on, right? So we'll see about right. that. But probably by the time they play Packers, they will be healthy. But yeah, right, exactly. But I, but I actually am as much as it kills me, and I'm sorry any Bears fans that are watching. <laughs> I am going to say Packers, and I and on the other side, on the AFC side, I'm going Bills. I think it's going to be Packers Bills, um, and maybe that's just a little bit of me hoping that we see someone besides the Chiefs. But I think <laughs> that when I look at firepower. 
Obviously, it's not as elite a talent as the Chiefs have, but I think that the Bills can keep up with the Chiefs points-wise. Um, and so I think that it will be uh, a Bills-Chiefs AFC championship, um, but I think the Bills win. Uh, and so I've got Bills-Packers, and then I don't. did you pick uh, your winner? Who is your winner for the— God, I, I, I don't think I did it here. I feel like it's—you know, my preseason was actually uh, Buccaneers and Ravens. So I kind of, and I had, I think I had the Buccaneers winning it all, which, you know, still could happen, but I think I got to go Packers in this one. I just, they have such a good team. And like I said, Rogers doesn't turn the ball over. I still think Aaron Jones is a really talented running back, although he's kind of a little bit falling off. He's great in the passing game. You know, Jamal Williams is good. We saw what AJ Dillon can do. I don't know how much he'll be involved, but um, I like the, I, I, it's like if, if we were to put Aaron Rodgers on the Saints, they would be an unstoppable juggernaut, but it's it's Drew Brees, and I just I, I I you know I love that team around the Saints. I think they could be hella contenders because uh, I love everything around there. But man, sometimes this comes down to quarterbacks, and they have a good enough defense to do it. So I'm I'm going Rodgers. You know, yeah. just don't turn the ball over. Keep it going. You have a good defense. Jair Alexander's like a top five cornerback. They've got good pass rushers, and I don't know why the defense is the run defense is that bad. I feel like they haven't given up too many like big rushers, and they play against some pretty good ones in the uh, the NFC North. Uh, Kenny Clark's a great big guy. I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not so sure. And like you said, they don't really have to deal with that many good ones anyway. Like what are we talking about? Like Rojo, like- Cam Akers, fucking. I don't know, Kamara is the only one, really. I right? think Kamara, and honestly, to a, yeah. to a smaller extent, but I think Latavius Murray can actually sure. run well against sure. them, too. That's why I think the Saints are interesting. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I like the call. Obviously, I picked them in my Super Bowl. But I'm going to go on the other side of my, my Super Bowl. I'm going to go Bills. I think the Bills are going to... This is this is a great shot for them to, to make a mark this year. Um, and... I, I think Josh Allen right now, he just looks so good. I know you, you said you're not 100% a Josh Allen believer yet, mm-hmm. and I totally get that. But I think the defense has been playing well enough. If they can just keep on this pace, that he's going to be able to keep them more than in games every single game. I, I do sound like a Bills downer. I, I am a little bit, but I still think they're a very talented team. And I think the yeah. defense, like you said, has come on. And they're great on paper. I don't understand why they're not. Not as good as a pass rush as last year, but definitely right. still a really good team. The secondary is still very good. Poyer, White, you know, all those guys are still very good. Um, so they definitely, they, they absolutely have a shot. Um, yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm worried about Josh Allen. <laughs> I really am. I've been worried about him all year. And also, I've had the worst interactions with Bills fans on Twitter of any fan base. So fuck Bills. Fuck Bills on Twitter. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> That's I, I so funny. For me, it's always, it's always Browns fans. Browns fans oh. don't, don't like 14 personnel because we, we kind of make fun of them a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, God, I feel like I bring up every one of my fucking acquaintances in this goddamn podcast, but I, my roommate's a Browns fan. So uh, I, I've, okay. been, we, I've looked, I've lived with them for like five years. And uh, it, he's been, we've suffered together a lot as a Jaguars and Browns household. Uh, yeah, we've suffered that's that's so, a real downer of a, of a football yeah, team it's, it's real uh, shit. apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's real shit. It absolutely is. 2017 was the highest and the lows of my, my career. Uh, so, but anyway, I mean, so I, gotta, I have some sympathy for the Browns. So I, they don't pick on me as much, I don't think. But I, I did, yeah, whatever. It's Twitter, so it doesn't mean anything. And I, I love Bill's Mafia because they're fucking hardcore uh, right. up in you know, Orchard Park in New York because that's hella cold. Um <laughs> So I like them, but um, yeah. So we discussed all the playoffs. We got our winners and everything out. Um, why don't you give give another plug? Hit hit us up again so we know where to find you. Yeah, yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at Marco underscore fourteen p fourteen personnel dot com has got all of our content. And actually, if if you don't mind, we've got a huge charity event that we just launched. Uh, so you can go to fourteen personnel dot com, click into the fantasy combine about tab. 
um, and it kind of breaks it down. But basically, uh, if you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are, uh, what we're inviting people to do is choose one of the four events that we've chosen for a combine event, uh, video yourself doing it and send it to us or post it to Twitter and tag at 14p underscore pod. Um, and we're going to, it can be funny. It can be serious, whatever you want to do. Uh, all we ask that you do to enter is go to, uh, our website and donate at least $1. That's all we're asking. Um, we've been open, donations have been open for about uh, three or four days and we're cl getting close to like that $500 mark already. Uh, so we've seen tons of people supporting these uh, these charities. We're supporting St. Jude's and Melanoma Research Alliance. So head over to 14personnel.com and jump in on this charity because it's gonna be a good one. Personnel.com, I'm getting that, getting that up there just so I can get there. That's dope, man, that's awesome. Charity stuff's always important. I, I, I try and do as much of that as possible. I really should be giving back more. So that that's that's important. I think that's dope. Yeah, um, we, we just wanted to kick off 2021 yeah. with a little bit of giving back since we've gotten so much support this year. So True. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a nice website, too. I love the UI. It's nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, man. All right, it was really good talking to you, man. Uh, I had a good time. Um, uh, yeah, I hope you had a good time, too. Yeah, dude. It was a blast. Thanks so much for having me on. I'll have to come on again, and we'll have to get you over on 14 Personnel, man. I'm always ready to go on pockets, especially now. You know, I, I'm like I said, I'm a huge field milky. So during the season, it's a little tough for me to do stuff. But right now, I'm I'm, I'm all ears. So it's dope, love man. it, dude, for all sure. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode, and follow Jesse on Twitter at e s s e j t h e s l.